Welcome to the show. This is the Jam. Welcome to the Jam. The Cottonbirds stabbing news and views and information right in your ear canal. With Mark and Rob. Hello, Mark. Hello, mate. What you been up to? Oh, you know, the uh, the daily grind of uh, sitting on my ass. you know, the perks of a week-on, week-off lifestyle of work. Oh, uh, right. Well, this is obviously our, our lovely section of chit-chat, so let's, let's do it. This, I want to see what you've been doing. So you've been off all week. What have you been doing on your week off? Well, mate, actually, it's been quite eventful. So uh, my partner, her family have a farm, so I um, found myself roped into doing a bit of lambing, you see. So I was uh, down there catching the lambs and we were bagging them, tagging them, you know, like some sort of dystopian, you know, apocalyptic movie. And I'm just chasing these poor two-week-old lambs, trying to put a little, uh, like, tag on their ear. Um, So, you know, that was a good workout, good way to keep fit. Wow, wow, was it? So... You were like, they would just literally been born and you had to run around fight like getting them then or what? So that like, is that literally straight after birthday, you mean? Well, no, so they're a couple of weeks old, but um, so ah, some of them were bigger right. than others. So like you think of, yeah, so some of them are like half, half grown sheep. So yeah, no, we have to just like catch them, uh, put a tag on them and then give them like a vaccine shot, you know, got to make sure, uh, yeah, look, everyone's doing it, you know, got to give them their vaccine and uh, yeah, and that's pretty much it, you know, that's the start of the the season because yeah they've all been born like within the past couple of weeks so and uh oh, right. you know jesse's um dad you know he's just needed a bit of a hand on the farm and uh rolled my sleeves up put my boots on got to it mate you know no worries wow so, did you get any uh any kickbacks from those lambs were they were they were they happy oh, to see you or not they were <laughs> there were a few yeah so like the first uh the first batch we had were all right but um yeah, mate, some of them don't like it, you know? I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't blame them, you know, someone running at you with a essentially a big staple gun trying to, like, shove something in your ear, so. <laughs> and, it, well, I mean, I bet, I bet the, the, tag, the tags look better than those ear pods that people wear. Oh, yeah, definitely, mate, yeah. And if you, well, I know how much you hate those <laughs> the ear pods. Um, I think I did show you t- one time, didn't I, about how uh, they were actually selling, like, fake, not, like, fake knockoff branded. I'm just talking about, like, completely non-functional earpods they were just like an accessory item for like a couple of dollars or whatever really oh my god yeah oh. so yeah just just so you know just in case you can't afford an actual pair i guess it's that classic thing of um you know how apple are just you know it's an aspirational brand man you know designed in california and uh yeah so people just want to look like they've got money i guess Cla- classic capitalism oh they should, they're the ones that should be in pens, not these bloody lambs, mate. Yeah, I know. Talk, talk, yeah. Bloody too right, mate. Too right. You actually want to look like you've got toothbrush heads, electric toothbrush heads in your ears. Just hanging out. Well, that's it. There you go, mate. you just got to go and get yourself some Oral-B, uh, you know, re- reusable heads and away you go. Well, I did, you know, my electric toothbrush I got recently. I mean, I, I could I could do that. Um you know, uh, that's been, it's changed. It's a game changer in the electric toothbrushes, mate. Absolutely game changer. So, you know, they could, I mean, they could do two things at once. They actually keep your teeth really clean, teeth really clean um, and you can stick them in your ear and listen to uh, music. Bloody hell. What a, what a world. What a time to be alive, eh? <laughs> yeah, I was going, so yeah, it's definitely, yeah, anyway. Um, they still look better than those stupid AirPods, flipping egg. And they call them AirPods Pro. Why do they need to have the Pro next to them? 
What makes them pro? Uh, I know, mate, yeah. Like, you can only use them if you're a professional or something like that. No, these are reserved for doctors only, you pleb. Um, yeah, so strange. Yeah, a professional plebs. That's what they are. Yes, that's it, mate. <laughs> that's it. Oh, uh, well, um, you know, I would say let's go on a full-on rant, but, I mean, I think we could be here all day, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, that's my fault. I'll just let you know another thing I ended up doing this week was uh, we went camping, actually, at a eucalyptus forest, you know, not too far from the city of Adelaide, which was pretty decent. Oh, was there any koalas in the trees? Uh, unfortunately not, mate, actually. I know, yeah, you would expect there would be, but uh, there was just one lone possum that we found, which, uh, yeah, that was about it, unfortunately. Well, possums aren't really great to look at, are they? Well, no. Well, they're not too bad. They're not as bad as the North American ones. These ones are kind of a little bit cuter, but then, yeah, this one didn't really give a shit. It was quite ballsy, actually. It just sort of wandered straight through the camp, uh, munched on some food we threw out, and then went about its day, really. So, yeah, I know. Wow, that's yeah, that's gangster. He's thug life possum. Yes, yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah, you could turn him into a meme, definitely. And then we could sell it as an NFT because that's what people do now. Um, I'm sure you've heard of those. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, the uh, the the thing is in China, wasn't it? It's just a mystery box with an animal in it. Oh what? Oh no, the NFT. Oh no, uh, I think we're talking about something different. What are you talking about? Oh oh, the thing in China. Um, there's like this craze where they'll um, people are basically uh, sending a surprise uh, like gift, and there was an like an animal. It could be a surprise. It could be a cat. It could be a dog. It could be anything. And there was just people. They found right. this van full of all these distressed animals in a box, and there was like people found them. They're dead and that because they're oh, in Jesus this box. And they've been like shipped around and flown around. It's some weird craze in China at the moment. It's absolutely mental. Right. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I was talking about I was talking about how I was talking about how people are taking things from like the early days of the internet, like the Thug Life memes, and then creating them into like digital art and selling it for like two million dollars. That's what I was talking about. But um, I feel like we might need to do a whole investigative journalistic piece on this mystery Schrodinger's box being sent around China with a bunch of cats in it. It's mental, mate. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's a very, very simplistic view, uh, you know, thing that I come up with there. Actual, I did read about it, but it was it was um, last week, I think. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, wow. can imagine these little these animals Jesus. just shoved in a box, and they just they're like, and you get, oh look, you just ordered me. What was if they sent them like a panther or something? You know, I think it'll be a little bit, a bit crazy. Well, yeah. Uh, well, the other thing as well is when you see things like they put turtles inside, um, like a little like bag on a keychain and it's just like what is, what is the thinking there like you do realize it will die right like i don't know it's very strange <laughs> very, very strange. strange yeah i don't know not really not thinking this through are they really clearly not but anyway stressed animals aside how was your week um yeah well i since i've been back i've been obviously back at work um so yesterday uh sunday was the first day off in a month since i've been back at work so I decided on Saturday we managed to actually go to the pub and sit in a beer garden because we're allowed to sit outside now. And uh, nice. yeah, so the first time properly they've been able to socialise for quite a while uh, with other people around. So I met up with a couple. Oh, yeah, of- old Boris has released the hounds. He's let you guys roam the grounds of uh, the country once again. That's right. We well we got actually up on the 17th of May, so in about 10 days' time or so. 
we're allowed to sit inside pubs as well. So pubs, be, pubs and restaurants will be fully open again. Ooh. So, yeah. And they're even talking about letting us hug people as well. Oh, my God. Human interaction. That's a sense offence, mate. Don't you realise we live in equilibrium <laughs> now, that, that brilliant Christian Bale movie? Um, well, well, that's great news, mate. Great news. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, it was actually, that was the, I mean, obviously, I've been working quite a lot and, um, yeah, it's been pretty mad. Um, and that was just a few people passed their tests, which has been good. So uh, my, my mate came up and did his, uh, he did, um, came and did uh, uh, like a crash course. It's weird they call it a crash course, it's a driving course, but it's an intensive course. Mm. And he did, so it's four days where we did six hours each day. And uh, he stayed at my house. And um, he's a good mate of mine. And so he did his tests at the end of it and he passed it. So yeah, it was brilliant. Well, that's good. Oh, nice, mate. Well, uh, hopefully you went full on, you know, full metal jacket drill sergeant, you know, not not cutting no slack for no one, you know, no mates rates here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I charge them extra. Actually, I charge it more just because it's a pri- it, it's a privilege to, <laughs> yeah, to that's talk it, by yeah. me, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. So, um, so, yeah, and I've got uh, I've got a wedding to look forward to at the end of this month. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to. I'm actually going to go back down to the homeland uh, okay. down south and, uh, yeah, going to see some people and let's go to an actual social event of a wedding. And, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. It should be good. Yeah, well, that's good to hear that weddings are going ahead then because, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like one of the, you know, a wedding. It's always messy, isn't it? That's just kind of like the absolute breeding ground for COVID, you know, drinking, dancing, licking windows, you know, it's it's all happening. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> licking windows. And... The um, well, they're allowed thirty people there. You see, so that's it's not going to be like it would be a full-on thing. But yeah, so you're allowed 30, 30 guests, and uh, so yeah, it should be cool. It's be a much more, more of an intimate wedding, but I'm sure there'll be some um, hilarious things happening, and you know, ties ties around people's heads and uh, knee, knee sliding on the dance floor, that of kind course. of shenanigans. Well, I can't wait to hear about all the shenanigans. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, yeah, so that's about it for me, um, yeah. So, I know, uh, I'd like, yeah, so we've got we've got a, a cool show coming up today. We've got a special guest coming up and a special event happening. We have. Um, we've got the exciting, uh, amazing, I'd say, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an enigma of the scientific world. Uh, his name is Jeffrey John Science. And, uh, he's, oh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna familiar with his work. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's everywhere right now. I mean, he's 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 a uh, hot property, I'd say. Especially, especially after coming back from Mars. I mean, <laughs> I think he'll tell us about his uh, hilarious mishap stowaway for um, a mission to Mars that uh, kind of happened. Oh, of course. But you know, he's come back. He's managed to he's managed to make it back, and he's going to be here on this show, exclusive with us. And he's going to do um, an ex- a very a very uh, interesting experiment for us live on the show. Ooh, yeah. I mean, like you say, he is big. He is bigger than Jesus. He might say if he believed in such things. But um, yeah, can't wait to have him on. And uh, yeah, so we'll be right back after these messages. Hey up, it's me, Sean Bean. You might know me as the bad bloke in every film, or perhaps off that Morrison's ad selling your delicious crusty bread for only ninety-nine p. I just wanted to ask, are you getting on a bit? Too busy to sort out important things in life. Well, I'm here to remind you that winter is coming. The winter of your life, I mean. Death. We're all heading for it. You might think it's a bugger, 
but it don't have to be. With Sean Bean Life Insurance, it's as easy as picking up phone. You can safely shuffle off mortal coil in the knowledge that you're not leaving your loved ones. With nouts, we've got you covered. From outstanding bills to mortgage repayments and fancy grub at wake, right through to gasket or even urn, should you choose to light the beacons and be turned to dust. Sign up to Sean Bean Life Insurance today and receive a free upgrade to our COVID Plus plan. This covers you in the highly likely event that you will contract COVID-19. You will be airlifted to private hospital and won't have to wait with daft mucky people in a dilapidated waiting room. It's the one policy to rule them all. So pick up the phone now and call 0800 Bean. That's 0800 Bean. And I'll personally send you a complimentary signed face mask with me mug on it. Ta-ra! Welcome back. We'll be touching base with Jeffrey shortly, but first we would like to revive the Don't Be a Dick campaign. What have we got on the list, Rob? Well, Don't Be a Dick is brought to you by ScoMo. Putting on a flight ban from India and putting people in jail for five years just for wanting to come home. Donald J. Trump. Think you can make your own social media app because you've been banned and booed off Twitter. China's space program. You fly rockets into space and you don't know when they're going to land back to Earth and you're going to crash into a city and blow people up? <laughs> That's right. You're listening to the jam. All right. <sighs> Welcome back. It sounds like we've got all of our dicks in a row. It's time for some new speculation. And that's what we here do on the news. We speculate on the news. And welcome to the jab. The news that brings you views that you don't need because it's the news. With your hosts, Mark and Rob. The jab. Um, so on the first uh, first on the list is Elon Musk going on Saturday Night Live. What have we did we seen it? No, look, so I haven't actually seen this because I'm not really sure how to get access to SNL, but um, it's been all over the news for the past, like, 24 hours. And, um, yeah, apparently he is the first person to say that he has Asperger's uh, on SNL, which some people are contesting. And, uh, yeah, so that's that was something that happened. Um, and then another thing that I was reading was... He said something about Dogecoin, of course, because, you know, he can't ever keep his mouth shut about cryptocurrencies. And uh, and it plummeted today. So if anyone did have any, you know, bad luck, old oh, chum. Oh, dear. What, it plummeted because he said it? Yeah. What? Yeah, he said some, He basically said something about it being a hustle or something like that. So, you know, I care to speculate that um, Elon Musk is just trying to manipulate the world's economy for his own benefit, you know. So... Um, yeah, you know, definitely New World Order Illuminati stuff going on right there, mate. <laughs> and it's, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I did see one clip of it, and they were taking a mick of it on the show, and it said, um, he was, they were saying, so what is Dogecoin? And why isn't it called Dogecoin? It just sounds weird, Dogecoin. And it's got that dog on it. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. So And he was just sort of skirting around the case, like jokingly, sort of not giving the answer. And they're like, yeah, but what is what is Dogecoin? And then no one can ever explain it. No one seems to be able to explain this Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever. 
You ask them, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, people are mining for it. What do you mean they're mining for it? And then no one seems to really explain it. And, and so that yeah. it's some, and it's not even real. So they keep saying it's virtual. So I don't really right. understand. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It isn't. It isn't. So what, what it is really then is uh, he's having us on, mate. He ain't even a billionaire. It's all made up. It's all just been pure front. Oh, man, that's genius, really. I mean, you know, he's... I bet he's not even, you know, a man. He's not even a... He's not even a real boy. He's a lizard man. <laughs> of course. A lizard overlord. He's finally come out. But he obviously said... It's crazy, isn't it? He'll come out and say he's got Asperger's and then um, and then people are like, oh, well, no, he hasn't. All oh, right. So just, you know, right. straight away. Oh, he said something that's probably quite difficult to say out on TV. Yeah. And they go, no, no, he's not. He's obviously not. Where's the proof? Oh. These people are a joke. I know. Well, to be fair, where's the proof? Any interview he's ever done. I mean, there was always clearly something. He's very, like, wooden. And again, you know, I I would say that it's all still a cover because he's clearly a lizard person. But, you know, um, he's definitely alluded to the fact that there's there's something different about him. It's the scales is what it is. And when you saw him, like when you saw him eating live live bug on on TV, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, when it really that's proved it, that he was a lizard. That's I mean, it. You've seen that blurry go. YouTube um, footage too, have you? Yep. Good. Good. <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah, I have. But you know, I I just I can't bring myself to actually watch him. He must be watching any like even that John Krasinski was on Saturday Night Live, and right. Saturday Night Live is just not funny. I just don't really. It's all very. I don't know. I've tried to. I've watched it, and maybe it's just because it doesn't translate here. I don't know, but. It Maybe. Just, Obviously, it's yeah. very American, yeah. Yeah, and they laugh at anything, don't and, they? And, you know, it's one of those things, if you throw enough stuff at the wall, something's going to stick. So it's just constant, like, sketch after sketch after sketch. And I think the only time it gets funny is when they sort of start cracking up themselves because it's just like, I don't know, it's that, that thing of seeing it all kind of fall apart is kind of makes it funny. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, it's general yeah, it's comedy, a tough isn't one. it? So, um, yeah, but fair enough. Um, mm, yeah. Well, the other the other part of the news is um we've uh, the jab have uh, been officially um, confirmed as the mediators between Bill and Melinda Gates uh, after they confirmed that they are divorcing after many years of marriage. Very sad day. Good for us, though. <sighs> Very sad. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's good to have two you know big names like that attached to the jab, and it's really going to boost uh, you know just just our popularity and, um, you know, our presence in the world. And, uh, you know, Bill, uh, he wrote to me this morning and um, he said that he would like to let Melinda know that he would like his original copy of Windows 95 back. Um, and if he, if she could mail it to him, it's on 148 floppy disk drives um, and she will have to pay for the postage. Um, uh, yeah, that was the condition. That was the condition, yeah. He, he's... Really firm on that. Oh, man, man, hang on, hang on. So this is where we all fall apart. I know Melinda's very sore about the postage. And uh, that's one thing. That's, the re- that's, a red, that's a red line, mate. It's a red line. Mm, oh. I know, I know. I know it's one of the main reasons why they broke up. Uh, so it gets, I know, I know sort of these, these, these sort of, um, these issues, you know, it can get really petty when it comes down to uh, the breakup of a marriage. And to get stuck on things like postage, just shows that they really had come to an impasse, didn't they? And they, they just needed someone to uh, to smooth the transition from from the into the breakup. It's sad. 
It is. It's very sad. Oh, one thing uh, One thing I wanted to make sure we're clear on is that the jab is no way affiliated to the rumours that Bill Gates has been microchipping the vaccines, um, you know, and ha- in the jabs that they give people with vaccines. I just want to make sure that that is clear. The jab has nothing to do with that. Oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That is, that is dirty, dirty rumour. I mean, that was all started by Bezos because, you know, he was jealous of Bill and Melinda. He wanted what they had. And, uh, well... Some uh, some sources close to the jab say he got what he wanted because the rumour has it, it's all Bezos and Melinda now. That's right. <gasps> what? I know, I know, that's it, mate. Uh, yeah, so my source says that they have been canoodling behind the, the servers at Amazon, you know, and uh, there's plans that they will... Well, there's plans that he wants to take her to the moon. That's one small step for man. I know. It's uh, it's one of those metaphors that people use a lot, you know, like back in the days of I Love Lucy, you know, one of these days, straight to the moon. But he he's going to do it this time, and I believe him because he has the money. Wow. Wow. So so what, he's going he's gonna to take him and Melinda are going to go off to the moon and, like, what, you know, have orgies on the moon and make Elon Musk watch while he's on his space base? Probably, mate, probably. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's always touching base up there with the other uh, alien-scaled overlords. So, yeah, probably, you know. Wow. So are lizards able to live on the the moon? Is this all to do with the QAnon thing? Oh, the QAnon? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Well, look, mate, Q is, uh, well, as you should know by now, he's our saviour, isn't he? Who or it or they or she or them, uh, any sort of you know noun you would like to use really to describe them. But, yeah, they're the saviour, mate. They've been feeding us the, the truth this whole time. So, uh, yeah, you know, look, Q is, uh, Q is Q. That's it. You know, eggs is eggs. It's facts. Yeah, it's facts, mate. Say no more. Feeding truth through lies. I mean, that's one way to look at it, or you're feeding lies through truth. Um, actually, no, scratch that, remove that. That goes against everything that Q stands for. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a crazy old time that we're living in. But, you know, the sooner that we accept that, um, look, they're all in a love triangle together. It's basically like an episode of Big Brother. I mean, I would definitely watch that if you put old Elon, Bezos, Gates. Who else can we throw in there? I know, Spielberg. He might be fun. Yeah, yeah, you could. Well, I mean, you just throw, you just throw Donald Trump into the sun. That would be fun. Oh well, that would be there. Yeah, that would be how it all ends. You know. Actually, some other news. Some other news that I came across earlier today. I came across a lot of Russian news. I don't know if that's because Facebook has been, you know, sort of like trying to steer me towards, uh, you know, our new superpower that will be taking over shortly, or, um, or just, you know, there's just a lot happening there with. Uh, you know, Putin being in charge, he's a, he's a great man. But um, I saw that they have been trying to sell uh, vodka to the UK that's come out of the Chernobyl exclusion zone, and it's called Atomic Vodka. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. I want to hear more. Right. Okay. So basically, it's being made um, in that exclusion zone by a bunch of scientists, because they're the only ones that are pretty much allowed in the area for research. And it's been stopped on its way to the UK for whatever reason. I mean, it's perfectly safe, according to these scientists. It's the quote, and I quote, it's no more radioactive than any other vodka. So, you know, and I'm, 
you know, not a scientist, but, you know, usually it's not radioactive, is it? Or is it? I don't know. I mean, it's vodka. It does make you feel pretty shit, I guess. So who knows? But anyway, yeah, they've stopped it for some reason. So, I mean, now the value of that's probably just going to go through the roof because, you know, it's Chernobyl. It's sexy, you know. We're all riding that 1980s train, aren't we still? You know, everything about the 80s, loving it. Well, so one thing is, it sounds like they're trying to downplay its nu- its nuclear radi- radioactivity, uh, which surely that is, uh, they're saying it's not very ra- uh, atomic, but that's kind of its whole thing. And so yes. I don't really understand that. That doesn't make any sense. That's a very good point, actually. You've great marketing brain there. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't stand. I mean, no <laughs> self-respecting you know, person in mid-level marketing would ever say that it's not atomic because, exactly, that's its whole spiel. That's its whole USP. But, yeah, I just uh, that doesn't make any sense. Um, no. It's, it not, it's, at- it's called atomic vodka, but it's mm. not atomic. Yeah. False advertising, mate. Tell it to Ofcom. Wow. Wow. They've really, they really, really fucked it up there, haven't they? I know. But exactly. They had a great product. Completely ruined it. It's gone down. It's it's burnt. It's melted to the ground, much like the reactor after its namesake. Apparently, well, what you could do is like you could have. They could have carried it on and made. So you know, they got on a wine a wine tasting tour. You could have done like a mad t- tourist destination where you go to Chernobyl to make vodka, uh, so you can take it home and mm. you know leave it in a bottle that's nice and radioactive in your house and power your home for the next five thousand years. Mm. Well, there you go, and it will glow in the dark as well. Brilliant nightlight. Keep little Timmy, uh, you know, keep the monsters away. Keep him safe and calm. (laughs) The other thing I did read in the news was that Russian doctors performed heart surgery whilst the hospital was burning to the ground around them. Now, that is just Russia through and through, isn't it? Hardcore. Wow. They, I mean, that's amazing. Maybe they they were being fueled on that vodka, and they just like, do you know what? We're already, you know... We're part of the burning of atomic uh, nuclei, and now we're just going to keep going. Fair play. Fair play to them, eh? Yep. Russia, we welcome you, Putin. We welcome you. <laughs> I mean, they just they just double our bastards, aren't they? You can't knock them for that. I know, mate. They really are. They really are. Wow. Did they? Did they, did the patient survive? Did they manage to? Did you hear what happened at the end? You know what? I didn't actually. I think once I got past the headline and the first paragraph about how it was burning down around them, I was just like, "Doesn't matter if they lived or died." You know, they uh, they've succeeded. They've met and exceeded all expectations. I think that anyone could want from a healthcare provider. <laughs> I mean, true. That's very true. Yeah, maybe we just maybe we don't want to know the end. We just yeah, yeah. fair play. Well, wow, well, that was uh, well. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> that's it. Well, that was a lot of news and a lot of speculation. I think uh, I think we should now we should uh, head back to one of our sponsors and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll now be next hearing from our special guest Jeffrey John Science. Sody me, Greg Lamb. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about my new products. Do you like anything for ghosts? Well, I do. 
I love a bit of paranormal activity. <laughs> you might see me off the uh, telly when I saved the world from a, a demonic monster. <laughs> but anyway, I'm here to tell you about my new product. It's called Bio Ghostbuster. That's right, even ghosts get B.O. <laughs> you can't spell boo without B.O. <laughs> That's right, you know, they go around scaring people all day long and they're going to get a little sweaty under the old pit set. So, you know, get my new spray. When you see a ghost and it stinks to high heaven or hell, <laughs> then you need B.O. Ghostbuster. Get it in all shops now. Endorsed by me. Greg Lamb. I approve this message. And welcome back. The time is now upon us. He is here, everyone, right in the studio. It's Jeffrey John Science. Hey, Jeffrey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, it's me, Jeffrey John Science. Yes. We, uh, yeah, we. I did just introduce you. Yes, we know. Um, I know, no, but it's, it's me. It's me, though, isn't it? No, no, that's cool. Never mind. I'm just, I'm really happy to be here. It's great to be here. It's good to have you, Jeffrey. Uh, and so how was your trip to Mars? We heard about all the mishap there with you getting on there accidentally and almost being a one-way journey, wasn't it? It was a bit touch and go. Oh, I mean, it was, it was insane. One minute I thought I was doing a lecture and then the next minute I was blasting off into space. It was insane. I, uh, I was a bit scared, to be honest, at first. <coughs> and so I got a bit of a space cough. And uh, so I was, I was, uh, when I, when I realised I was on to Mars, it was a long journey. <coughs> but um, but you know what? It was amazing. I saw some amazing stuff, and uh, I saw lots of space because it is just space. Did you know that? Uh, well, I didn't, but I did read your new book, and afterwards, my eyes were opened. 
oh, well, yeah, it's, um, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you read it, actually, because, uh, you know, I put a lot of evidence to write in that book. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just goes over everything to do with science, because, you know, science is everywhere. Indeed it is. And when did you discover that science was everywhere? Well, I was, I was just in my garden, you know. I was just, um, you know, pulling out some needless, you know, plants in my garden. I was just looking around and I just thought, do you know what? When I look around everywhere, I just see science. And there, I just hit me like a Newton's apple hit him on the head. Well, indeed, inspiration can come from the most unlikely of sources. And, uh, yeah, so is science everywhere? That's a very interesting title, though, as well. Um, a question mark? Uh, oh, damn it, I didn't think you noticed, because... That weren't supposed to put a question mark at the end of that bloody title, you know. It's not supposed to be, is science everywhere, or is it everywhere? It's just, is, it's just science is everywhere. So, it, it was a bit of a typo. Right, so, just, sorry, just to clarify, is science everywhere? That's, that's correct, right? That, I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, it should say, science is everywhere. Oh, so annoying, and, and now I can't do anything about it, because the book's... Oh, is science everywhere? I see, I see. No, it's, it's not supposed to be a question. Oh, oh. damn it. You, my agent said you wouldn't bring it up. Uh, well, um, no bother with that one. Uh, actually, why don't you just tell us a little more about what your experiment is coming up later, Jeffrey? Okay, okay, yes. Well, great. So, along with me, um, assistant Giovanni Experimente, we are going to be making their own little mini particle accelerator. Just like the one they've got in CERN, you know, that Switzerland one with the big hydrogen glider. So we're going to be making it with an old tyre and a vacuum cleaner. Wow. Science really is everywhere? Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Well, we can't wait. Well, now over to the Jab Lab for today's mega science experiment. Hiya, it's me, Jeffrey John Science. I'm here on the jab to bring you science. And welcome back. Jeffrey, would you like to talk us through what you're doing there? Okay, yeah, we'll get so what I'm doing is like I said, we're gonna make a mini particle accelerator. So, what we're gonna do is smash atoms together and recreate the uh, the beginnings of the universe basically, with like a just sort of real tiny camera to sort of recall what's going on. So what I've got, I've got a little, um, I've got one of those uh, instant cameras, you know, the Polaroid kind of camera, so we can see it straight away, you know. I've got that in between the vacuum cleaner, you see. So, so you need a vacuum situation. So just that space where there's loads of space. But yeah, we've only got a little bit of space. So we're going to attach the vacuum cleaner to the tyre and with some uh, some bubble wrap round it, you see, just to make sure that the air doesn't escape to keep the vacuum. And then we're just going to turn the vacuum on. And then we're going to fire some particles, which... Today we're going to use a little bit of dirt, a bit of earth, just to show it so you can see it. All right, and then you'll see what happens. Does that make sense? Sounds messy. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, so I'm going to ask my, my, uh, my assistant here, Giovanni Experimente. Uh, Giovanni, say hello. Hello. Ah, see, there you go. Uh, great. So, Giovanni, I'll give you a countdown on straight, and when it's straight, I want you to turn it on. All right, so in three, two, one, go. Oh, I, I thought you say three, two, one, go now. No? Oh, Giovanni, we talked about this. We rehearsed this. God's sake. Oh, oh. me sorry, me sorry. Oh, right, just go. I'm going to... Oh, all right, say. So I'll say three, two, one, go. Oh, stupido, stupido. Ah, 
No, stop hitting yourself in the head, all right? It's not worth it. I've said this before. We've been... Oh, God's sake. Bloody hell. Wow. Jeffrey, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Three, two, ones on ones, yes? I, I, no, I said three, two, one, go then. All right, <sighs> like you said. Like, just to be happy. All right, you ready? Okay. I know you should have got Gary Barlow in. Right. Three, two, one, go on then. Okay, here we go. Ah, brilliant. Great, that's great. So, can you hear that? Can you hear the vacuum cleaner going around, couldn't you? Right, so, it's creating a vacuum now. So, we're just going to put in... Right, Giovanni, ready? We'll put the dirt in there just to show the particles going around, okay? Ready? So, I'll say three, two, one, go, then you do it again. Is that clear? Okay, you. I, I throw the dirt, huh? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Three, two, one, go on then. Oh, ah, uh, damn it! Oh, wait, one second. Well, uh, I, I dropped the, 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 the jar. One second. Oh, God, uh, damn! Oh, like Mr. Uh, Jeffrey, I'm sorry. It's like a bloody circus in here. Okay, okay, okay. We, we go, we go. Okay. Should have got bloody uh, crusty the clown in inside. Anyway, never mind. I shouldn't get too angry. He's on. He's, he's only young. He's only young. Right. Three, two, one, go on then. Oh. There it goes. It's whizzing round. What, Giovanni? What have you put in there? I said put, uh, put. No, you, you, oh. you put glass in there. Oh. I, I said to put in. Uh, oh, no, it's all. It, and it, uh, it's on fire. Uh, oh, Jeffrey, I, I, sorry. I go get the uh, the, la, the liquid nitrous. Oh, no, no, yes. no, don't uh, get that. Hold on, one no. second. Oh, okay, I'm coming. Oh, oh, oh. no, don't do that. Oh, no, oh my God. Oh. Oh, my leg, oh, it's like oh. gelati. Oh, it's frozen. Oh. Jeffrey, help. Oh, my God. What have you done? You're turning into, like, the Terminator. You know, when he... Oh, my God. He's turning Terminator T-1000. He's... No, no, don't, don't move. Don't move. Jeffrey, look after my family. I ain't no gonna make it. Uh, no, Jeff, Jeff, someone quick. Oh, my God. It's completely frozen. Oh, it's... It's like... Oh. No! Oh my goodness! Oh, it, it's gone wrong. It's wrong. Oh, Jeffrey, uh, help! So, uh, yeah, um, that's uh, kind of uh, that's how it goes. Anyway, laugh sometimes goes a bit wrong. So, Giovanni, hold on, mate. We'll, we'll get someone to help you. Oh my god, it's completely frozen. It's like a bloody ice lolly. You are listening to the jab. It is like a bottle of Chanel number no. five, perfectly decanted in the sun. Enjoy. Well, uh, we definitely learnt some science principles today. Um, uh, Jeffrey, we will be needing to speak to your lawyer. Um, and we'll have our people contact your people if that's okay. Oh, that was, I've never seen anything quite like it. That was true chaos in, I mean. I know. Oh, I mean, he actually looked like, he said, Jeffrey said that he looked like the guy from Terminator. You know, when at the end, Terminator 2, when he, he's the liquid nitrogen and he just. Yeah. I just never, I know, I've never seen someone. F- it's outrageous. A man sized ice pole, you know. I hope he's all right. I mean, it was like, you know, you haven't seen someone freeze like that since someone maybe on X Factor or something, but he actually literally froze 
And yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, good job. No one, hopefully, no one knocks him over by accident because he's just going to shatter into a million pieces. Yeah, I know. It'll be a thousand well, pieces. Well, that truly went sideways quickly, didn't it? It did. Um, you know, which is rare, isn't it? Because Jeffrey is usually such a professional. I think the only thing that accelerated there was uh, Jeffrey's Jeffrey's descent to uh, to obscurity. Well, um, yes, uh, Jeffrey's new book is Science Everywhere, or is Science something about science? Uh, it's available at all OK bookstores now. Well, I guess that brings us to a, a very explosive end to this week's show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to ask we, um, uh, Melinda and Bill, we can pass them on and uh, we can uh, we can see what happens. And hopefully we might see that orgy in the space station. Who knows? We can only hope. We can only dream. Well, <laughs> until next time. Yeah, I guess there's only thing one thing to say bye. And uh, we'll see you see the next show and... Uh, uh, stay safe, everyone, and make sure that uh, you look out for those falling space debris. Good advice. Bye-bye. Bye.